Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Light the fuse, bring the Garys. Four, three, two, one. I've made that sound like some sort of that's 90s a, class A drug, haven't I? It's a lot of Garys. <laughs> Welcome to this latest tier list. I am Gary YouTube, back to do the Gary YouTubing once again. Joined by another Gary YouTube. How are you doing, Gary? Sadly, Gary YouTube couldn't be here, so I, Gary YouTube, have stepped in place, Gary YouTube. Up the Garys. Here's the intro. So just in case you haven't been here before, as Gary is frozen in time, we have a tier list here to put some AEW heels into, ranging from the best to lovely, 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 to middle of the road, all right, to just about bearable as a heel and getting the bin as a heel. So we're going to find out who is the best heel. I'm very intrigued by this particular tier list, Gary, because... There's a lot of shades of grey oh, yeah. with AEW. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, there's very rarely a clear-cut baby face. And here, obviously, we're going to get to some very clear-cut ones. But there's a few where we go, they could be either. The they could be neither. There's a few where the buck does heels definitely if you look at their opponents. But when you look at the reactions on the show, they're just so cool. They're a babby face. Oh. But it reminds me of what Cody Rhodes said a few years ago. He's like, we don't, even though they have the heel and face tunnels, he was just like, it's up to the audience to make their minds up. <laughs> you can't say, like, oh, it's up to the audience to decide who's a face and heel, then have des designated face and heel tunnels. <laughs> it made no sense, but that's why we're here. He today. does have that lovely little caveat where sometimes somebody does something a bit naughty and then they go, oh, oh. which tunnel am I going now? Sam Punk loves that. He? He I'm loves... going up the hill. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm he going down the hill. He's in the different tunnels. Hey. He's, like, he's like he's driving on the A19 towards South Shields. That's a sentence nobody's ever said before in their life ever. Anyway, Anna JAS is the first heel we have on the tier list today. She's got a bad attitude, Tom, and a fat ass. Her catchphrase, that's not my commentary, that's her actual catchphrase in the wrestling. Fat with a PH, obviously. I think becoming a heel has certainly given her some more gravitas that she didn't have before. But I wouldn't say she's the best. Me neither. I reckon we go we go down to sort of all right, just about bearable sort of regions. I think we polite and we stick a bang in the middle. Bang in the middle because, as we all know on the tier list, we can move things as we go along. That's a good starting place right at the get-go. Now we go to QT Marshall. And as a heel, <laughs> I can't stand him. That is the point, though, so he's doing his job well. Does that not make him, right, the best heel? <laughs> I know. Because literally no one likes him. Nobody likes him. Everybody hates him. My granny used to have a little uh, ditty about that. Nobody likes him. Everybody hates him. Pink That's Ross. Pink eat worms. <laughs> oh, 
Is that the one? No. Oh, I'm not saying that Cutie Marshall's eating worms he, at any point. He should eat worms, though. He's just—he's a pivotal character on Rampage, very randomly, but just it's easily easy to hate. And Triple A now as well. Was it Triple A? I think he got booked to Triple Mania recently. Man, it's getting around. Uh, but yeah, as a heel, I don't think anybody likes him. I think people appreciate what he brings to the table, but I don't think anyone could go, "I like Cutie Marshall," which means <laughs> he's doing his job very well. And QTV, we always moan about on the on the Cultaholic Wrestling podcast, available on the YouTube and, and uh, podcast thingies every single Friday that uh, Powerhouse Hobbs being shackled by QTV and everything they bring to the table is a travesty and I guess that is that QTV doing the job well or QTV just being naff see this is it because <laughs> it does feel like an anchor for Will Hobbs um, a right bunch of anchors I'll be honest but I don't know whether that's the point as long as we get the payoff of Will Hobbs just flattening everybody and going yeah. see you later alligator then it's fine yeah. but I don't know whether we ever will but as a heel who gets booed there are a few who get more boos than QT Marshall which yeah. means he's got to go in the best he's the best Nyla Rose a different type oh. of heel because we got Twitter Nyla, who is very funny but also still quite heelish. Love Twitter Nyla. And television Nyla, who is just stereotypical ah heel. <laughs> yeah, I could it's I could take or leave TV Nyla. I love Twitter Nyla. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to put TV Nyla in the tier list though. Mm. This is based on AEW TV, not AEW Twitter. I'm gonna say alright. I'll say alright like, as well. I wanna see like more persona yeah. from Nyla. I still think it's a travesty what happened with her and Vicky Guerrero. I thought that was a partnership made in heaven. For some reason, just didn't scan. No. It's so weird. It is very weird. But some ways, it goes that way sometimes. You have all the right ingredients and you just can't make a cheesecake. Oh, ooh. Oh, well, I thought cheesecake. I know you don't even need to bake them, do you? Just put them in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make them first. Crush a biscuit. In a little thing and mix it up. And anyway, Luchasaurus is next up. He's a he's delicious cheesecake. He's the official TNT champion, but not. He's the. Uh, he doesn't hold the title. I don't know what the right phrasing is for that, but Christian Cage has the title belt. Luchasaurus is the TNT champion. He has literally had everything that made him unique stripped away, I think, now in the in the search of him being a heel who gets booed because you can't have a dinosaur doing shooting star presses and stuff like that and have him be booed. So they've taken away all the cool moves and whatnot. He's literally just there just to stand behind the turtleneck freak. I don't know why I call him a freak, but there we go. So Luchasaurus there. He's Tom. with somebody who's going to rank very highly on our yeah. heel list, uh, but he himself without that person... I don't think has the the heel tendencies that is needed. So I I don't know whether we we tell Luchasaurus to get in the bin. Oh, in once the out, bin! Once out of his face. Oh. And that, this isn't judging Luchasaurus as a wrestler. I think he's great yeah. as a baby face. Like you say, shooting star presses from a big lad like that. Yes, please and thank you. I like the dinosaur thing because you know what? Wrestling's bollocks. Let's <laughs> embrace it. But it just it feels like they it's it's a it's there's an element of it, and I know I'll get screamed at for this. It's an element of when when Keith Lee was under the watchful eyes of Vince McMahon and they went, all those things that make you cool and fun mm. and interesting and engaging, don't do any of them. Um Okay, I, it, it's been too harsh. I'll go bearable with the potential to move down to. All bin. right, I will. I will accept bearable. But uh, as you say, when you take away Christian, he is just large man. Large man who does clothesline to back of head. Doesn't even come out the Tarzan boy anymore. By Baltimore, so. <laughs> 
Likewise, no one does anything. What a dick. <laughs> anyway, speaking of dicks, we now have Daniel Garcia, who loves to thrust his dick towards you uh, as you're watching AEW each and every week in the form of some saucy dance manoeuvres. He's a guy who's really coming into his own over the past year, especially, I think, the playing up of the sports entertainer versus professional wrestler thing as part of the JAS was nice storytelling. I don't know if we're going to get to the sort of crescendo that we thought we are going to get to. We might do in time, but it seems like Chris Jericho and Sammy and Dan have all gone their separate ways now. Sammy and Dan one way, Chris Jericho the other way. But I think him, it's, it's the little things that are getting better and better and better as I watch him more and more in between the moves, like just playing with the referee, playing with the crowd. I think he's at least, as we're sat here in July of 2023, a lovely, lovely, lovely heel. I And, he, and he, here is where the issue lies with a list like this, right? I really like him. <laughs> Uh, there was the, there was a death before dishonor the other day when he was put in the sleeve by Shibata and he's still doing the dances and passing <laughs> out. Like I'm really like before like a year ago I couldn't have picked Daniel Garcia out Daniel Garcia out of a lineup. Mm. But like as you say the sports entertainment stuff that he's done. I, he's going to be a great mid-card babyface, but I'm going to say a lovely, lovely, lovely we'll go heel. In there as well. Because he has got that. He's got a little slappable face, hasn't he? he which has. always helps. And he's a smaller lad, which also helps with the heelishness, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think there's there's a potential wonderful mid-card babyface there, but for now, he is a, a lovely, lovely, lovely heel. And speaking of what was a wonderful mid-card babyface, oh. well, I guess a main event babyface, really, until a recent heel turn, we have Jack Perry. Not Jungle Boy. They've taken Christian... They've put it on Jack Perry. He's trying to be something he's clearly not. He sounds like an accountant. Oh, I've got a girlfriend with a lovely fat ass. I'm Jungle Boy, and I think I'm the dog's bollocks. It didn't quite work with his voice. The shades and whatnot. We saw him coming up to Beethoven last week. That was weird. Here. On Dynamite, which did not work at all for me at all. Surely with the leather pants and leather jacket, the shades, you've got to have some sort of hair metal number or something. Like that, you? You, have, you had to adopt, adapt uh, Jungle Boy but I ain't, I ain't feeling this. I'm not feeling it at all. I am feeling it. And I know some people really like him as a baddie, but like the, he doesn't look comfortable in it. No. Like, he didn't look comfortable. He looked more comfortable as Jungle Boy. But this, like, I feel like, you know, when you, you know, you know, it's, it's you know, going back to school, you know, when your mum will sometimes buy you a jacket and trousers that are too big yeah. or shoes that are too big, you'll grow into them. Yeah. I feel like he's been given a heel persona that he has to grow into. Yeah. And he hasn't yet. It just feels like at the moment he's playing the step. If, if someone said, be a wrestling bad guy yeah. to a kid, that's what he's doing. Like the shades aren't, oh, I've got a sexy girlfriend. I make all the money and I have a nine hour kiss. I kissed a woman. Yeah. Like, you never touched a woman, did you? <laughs> <laughs> If, if he, do you know what? Genuinely, if he came out and spoke like that, I'd be like, shut up, I've kissed a woman. I'd like it, actually. <laughs> I'd be into it. I once saw a woman, but, but he's not. He's sorry, I just, can we put him in the bin? I'll put him in the bin. Oh. It's not working at all. It feels weird to put him below Luchasaurus, but I think Luchasaurus has more presence than Jungle Boy, which Certainly keeps him does. out the bin. But again, we're sat here in July of 2023, so who knows, come September, all might have changed. Oh, I'm excited to revisit this list in like a year's time and go, whoa, what a guy. You yeah. know, it'd be brilliant. It's Speaking of what a guy, Smorth and other things like that are associated huh? with Jake Hager. Huh? Uh, Jake Hager is a man who has a hat in the, in the modern day. Uh, that's, that's it now. He's a fighting man with a hat. As opposed to what was he a year ago? A fighting man without a hat. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, uh, do you know what? He is like... He, I feel like Jake Hager's the guy that sneaked into a house party. <laughs> <laughs> and someone eventually is going to go... 
Wait, who are you? How do you know? <laughs> Chris Jericho, of course. We've got to thank Chris Jericho for getting Jake Hager in through the doors. Yeah, with thanks. Cheers, Chris. Uh, appreciate that. Hey, Hager's fantastic. Uh, but as a heel, he's a bit... Uh, I just... Uh, he's much of a muchness, isn't all he? All right. Yeah. Let's, let's meet in the middle on Jake Hager. Bearable. Because he is starting to get cheers with the uh, I like this hat sort of shtick. He's making himself more likeable by having a purple hat. Yeah, put him in bearable. We'll put him in bearable. Yeah. But he is—he can be a decent heel in five-star wrestling. He was the uber heel, but that's a, that's a long time <laughs> ago. Trash. And a different guy. Uh, then we move on to, to, to Keshta, beg me pardon, Ooh. who made that wonderful debut as the heel with the turtleneck on and the suave look towards the camera. Oof, I was feeling things in my loins. <laughs> um, but since then, he's sort of just been wrestling very well, like Takeshita always does, the stuff with Don Callis. It looks like as Masati were building towards Takeshita versus Kenny Omega, mm. uh, potentially at a Wembley show coming near you well, that remains to be seen though but Takeshita is a heel I like Takeshita as like a silent assassin-esque heel like, who dresses well looks the part I don't want him to do too much other than just turn up wrestle really aggressively and leave mm. Don Callis can do all the all the, the lifting in terms of the promos and stuff but I think Takeshita as a heel here is brilliant because what's going to happen you watch this he's going to in the, in the, as the time goes we're going to just see that, that switch turn and Takeshi is going to be a superstar. Yeah. But how many people actually overtly hate Takeshi at the moment? And that is the problem. I he's, think too, everyone... he's too squeaky clean and perfect at wrestling to hate, isn't he? He's very nice. <laughs> um, which therefore makes him not the best heel. Yeah. Unfortunately. At the moment. At the moment. Um, but certainly, um, I mean, would you say there's, there's a similar groundswell to the hatred for Garcia? Yeah. Or, yeah, so maybe... Bottom of lovely, lovely, lovely. Oh, maybe in the same one as Hager and Luchasaurus. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, like, actually, you know what? Yeah, because just we, because he's still getting when he's wrestling, he's doing. You see a German suplex yeah. nailed to perfection. People are still going. Yeah, really you, good. Yeah, I'm glad you're keeping me right on terms of what the logistics are of like heels and stuff because this is, it's a unique one because it's the, it's the higher up you go, the more hated you are. Yeah, <laughs> we're looking at like a combo of shoot and work hatred. Yes, QT Marshall. We're looking at you. <laughs> a confusing one. But then. Surely, yeah, yeah. And then Jack Perry is not hated, but a bad heel. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Aye. Yes. So that means he's down the bottom. It's a confusing concept. We're doing all right. Are the tier lists. Next up, we have Cool Hand and Cool Hand Ange. With his good hair days and whatnot, thoughts on Cool Hand Ange. I like Cool Hand Ange as a heel. Mm. I think he's easy to despise. Because his hair. His ha- I mean, his hair <laughs> makes him very easily despisable. I think he's associated with the right people that have brought out that extra bit of bit of comedy foil in him. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great. I think he's a great baddie. I'm, I'm not in a rush to boo it. I'm not in a rush to cheer him. No, but in the best possible way. Lovely. I that's too high. I think because very similar to Garcia, just like knockabout prat-like tendencies, but very much hateable. Yeah. Less hateable is his tag team partner, Daddy Magic, the meat man. Well, not the meat man, because that's John Silver, isn't it? But Daddy Magic. Part of the tag team Magic meet with the butcher. That's why I'm getting mixed up That's there. where you are. Um, is uh, Matt Mernard, who on commentary is very likable in promos, even when he's a heel, but when he's busted up. And I think about that promo a year or two ago, however long ago it was after the Blood and Guts match, where he's got the blood pissing down his head, and he's just cutting a promo like a, a wholesome babyface would in that sort of situation in the 80s. Um, but he's not a, a babyface, but I think he's much more likable than Cool Hand. Ange, I think, is a heel. It's it's a weird one because he is a very good heel, but he's also very entertaining, which makes him very likable. So I don't know where to put him. I would put him top of all right because Ooh. I think if ever there was a split between the two, I think you you have you have you know you have you have magic 
turning in towards the good side yes. of things more so than cool hand and he's got more about him hasn't he yeah oh, yes. i think top of all right now next up we have a weird case because sammy guevara heading into double or nothing was given this baby face turn to coincide with him and their ty Conti announcing their pregnancy together which was obviously mm -hmm. very nice news to hear he then didn't really get too many cheers heading into double or nothing so they've gone back to him being a, a, a bad guy i think as we're sat here now he's in the sort of tag team tandem with daniel garcia which i guess makes him a bad guy on the most recent uh, Dynamite, so the one we're sitting here recording this video, it was, it was Garcia and Guevara against another tag team I've forgotten about. They were, they were doing the pose. It was MJF and Adam Cole, of course. They were doing the poses and whatnot and the dance-offs like heels would. So I've got Sammy down as a heel. This could change in the weeks and months to come. Where do we think Sammy is as a heel? I actually think Sammy Guevara is exactly what Jack Perry is trying to do. Yeah. Like, I'm look at me, I'm brilliant. I've kissed a woman, I've got money, and I'm really good at the wrestling. <laughs> But Sammy Guevara just does it effortlessly. Mm. I feel more inclined to boo Sammy Guevara than ever cheer him. Yeah. I'm more engaged with him when he's just being a little poo-housery bad guy. Yeah. So I think he's got to be in the best. I'll put him in the best think. as well. There's no redeeming features about Sammy Guevara. No, <laughs> none at all. A handsome man who's wealthy with an attractive wife. Like, he can no. do a flip. can do a flip. Nothing to track. No, no, he no. He can sing. He can sing. Kind of. Sing. No redeeming features. <laughs> Bin for you. No, he's, he's, which makes him one of the best. Yeah, he's to a, be and heel. He's a very, very good heel. I don't think he's a natural babyface at all, but he is most certainly a natural heel. And speaking of Sammy, we'll go straight to Ty Conti, whose role has greatly been reduced as a wrestler over the, the more, more recent time before the pregnancy was announced, of course, um, not to coincide with that. It's a weird, I don't know where to put her. She's just sort of next on with Sammy. But I, I feel like she's I feel like she's more comfortable being a bad guy. Do you? Mm. Mm. I feel like there's more about her as a baddie, you know. But is she one of the best baddies? No. Nah. But she's certainly more comfortable. All right. Terrible. I think, I think bottom of all right. I think, bottom of all right. I think the Nyla probably has more about her than oh that sounds yeah, people are gonna give me for that but I think bottom of all right yeah now that has got more about was a heel than Ty Conti I think so I remember the days of uh, what was it Ty J the Anna J and Ty Conti tag team that was all sorts of wholesome babyness baby yeah baseness. that's true until they were heels but there was a baby face period as well bloodbath of a tag match they had was uh, something special yeah it was we move straight on now to Don Callis who goes oh, straight to the top he certainly does he gets the reactions that Dominic Mysterio can only empathise with <laughs> he, is, he is AEW's Paul Heyman yeah. he's just a guy that you could give a mic to and will help bring anybody up along with him you know and there's been proof proof of concept with multiple people I think Don Callis is great yeah he's a dick and I love his theme as well just the fact it's one like unsettling note <laughs> but not quite the right it's not like brown noise it's not yeah. brown noise what the, the brown to... note yeah the brown it's note the one that makes it's you completely a, pull your pants a big dirty fart that's all it is <laughs> uh, the guns I think much the same Tom I don't know if you agree straight in the top I, I've enjoyed their work as bad guys and I want to give top marks too. I know the conversation's sort of gone down a bit now their entrance when it was revamped mm. with the spotlight him spitting the water with the gun. Oh, it's great. Yes, they're in the bang, bang, gang now. It makes all the sense in the world. The gun's been in the bang, bang, gang with Jay White and Juice Robinson more of them a little bit later. But as we say, it's much like a QT Marshall sort of situation. Mafia on the podcast will always go like, Dude, everyone hates them, pal. Therefore, I think they're brilliant. Exactly. exactly. And, that's, and that is what this list is all about. I, I am in no rush to cheer the guns. <laughs> 
and I don't want to. I think that they were they were a lot of people think their time came too early as tag champs. I think it fit the story well with FTR. I think it told a story quite well, yeah. and, and the way that it span round. And I think it was, this is just the beginning. I think we'll come back round again, and uh, we'll see them flourish even further as baddies. Yeah. I like it. Big stars of the future. You heard it here first. We called it. Big Bill, we move on to now, who's been sort of flittingly coming in and out of Dynamite and Rampages and stuff like that. But as a heel, I think it's much like Garcia. We always remember the days of Big Cass, where he was relatively new to being a singles wrestler, Mm. thrust onto the big stage. He's gone away for a bit, dealt all the stuff in his personal life, come back, unbelievable shape. But it's also the little things he does now. There was a round, I forget what the tag team match was on Dynamite a few weeks ago now to us uh, being sat here. But the little stuff he did in between the moves is what really impressed me with him now he's become like more complete as a performer he's become more well-rounded and there's this burgeoning team with Brian Cage that I think has bags of potential as well I think he needs to be part of the team I don't whilst obviously we we think about him as a babyface think of him as big cast and how easily likable he was there but I think he leans into being a bad guy quite easily just being this this big bully type yeah. akin to you know, I'm going to drop an attitude here and I'm akin to test. Oh! Test vibes. Oh. In a good way. Yeah. A test vibes about him, like just a just a big bully. Yeah. A big I, lean bully. I mean, we've not, we've not got too much to go off in terms of Big Bill on Dynamite and Collision and Rampage and stuff like this. We're sat here. Hopefully we'll get more in the weeks and months to come. But off, just off that one match, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for his future, which mm. sounds really condescending and I don't mean it to. But where do we want to go? Okay. Okay. We haven't seen a lot. No. Um... But I would like him as a heat. I like booing him. Maybe bottom of lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, bottom, top of all right. We'll go bottom of lovely, lovely, lovely. Because I think I think we'll be sat here in a month's time. Hopefully, and it'll be we'll be proven right. Hopefully, if not, I'd rather be happy than that. Ricky Starks is a weird one at the moment. He ended the Owen Hart tournament as a babyface. Everyone was on board with him winning. He got the final against CM Punk. He obviously cheated to win, but it's against CM Punk, who half the crowd likes, half the crowd hates at the moment. I didn't put CM Punk in this list, I've just realised. I should have probably done that, because half the crowd thinks he's a heel. Anyway, Ricky Starks cheats to win. He walks up the ramp. He just sort of pies off Jushin Thunder Liger to take the trophy away, and that was the heel turn. That was pointless. The most recent collision we've seen is where Ricky Stout cut the sort of insecure babyface promo just like why isn't everyone talking about me being so sexy and stuff like that he then wrestles with CM Punk in a tag team in the main event of Collision last week and he was very sorry Christian against CM Punk and who the bloody hell was it Tom I've gone blank whoever it was anyway Ricky Starks and Christian with a heel team not get along and stuff like that with the tags and stuff like that so Ricky Starks as we're sat here now is a heel so it's a weird and quick heel turn but I'm intrigued to see where it goes I I really thought they were going to get behind Ricky Starks as a babyface. This, <clears throat> to me, that tournament with CM Punk getting quite a lot of boost yeah. to begin with, it would have made would have been nice to have had Ricky Starks beat Punk and win the tournament, and then they weirdly turned him heel. And mm. I'm like, I I prefer him as a he, as a babyface. Like you go back to December, <clears throat> winter is coming, where we had MJF versus Ricky Starks. And I felt like, okay, this is a match that we will come back to in a year after Ricky Starks has had a really successful mid-card babyface run and we'll do it again and maybe the world will be different. Nowhere near that now. It's nearly, you know, it's it's nearly that time again. Yeah, but it is. I think it's going to work, but I can see what you're saying. I I mean, he's good either way. It's just the way the babyface turn happened. 
in the space of one night. Mm. So the way I thought they were going, he was he would win the tournament and then sort of be like, and Owen was a heel when he got the slammies and he was going, yeah, yeah. just like showing them off everywhere he could do. Yeah. I thought that'd be the way they were going and sort of like a baby face guys. Um, but it's not looking that way. But we haven't got a lot to go off again. But what was shown on Collision last week was very good, I thought. Obviously, he had a heel run when he was Team Taz. Yeah. But again, like, I don't think he massively jumped out. Forgive me. When he was in that role, I really got behind him as a babyface. Ah, oh, let's put him in oh, bearable. Bearable? Oh, that's going to set the cat among the pigeons. It really is. If I was doing this on my own, I'd go lovely, lovely. Just, oh, to, would just you? so it's out there. But... Well, do you want to meet in the middle and go all right? We'll go all, We'll go top of all right. Top of all right. We'll go top of all right. Because we haven't seen too much, but we saw last week. I did like the insecurity of what he was yeah. saying, which I think is a nice sort of catalyst for a heel of Ricky St- See, He thinks he's the rock, doesn't he, basically? Mm. He thinks he's the rock. He maybe isn't getting the reaction stuff he doesn't want there, but yeah. I feel like I need to emphasize as well like this isn't me saying that Ricky Starks is rubbish I know some people will just say this on Facebook and go can't believe Tom thinks Ricky gets, Starks I don't he I'm gets cheered to, too much for the, this tier list gauge it on him yeah. as a heel I think Ricky Starks is genuinely the future I think he's fantastic I'm trying to gauge it from what we're doing in terms of a heel alright it's a weird tier list Tom. It's, it's a weird, a weird tier, tier list, list. I'm going to turn heel on you in a minute <laughs> Chris Jericho is a heel well, he's one of the best heels of all time, he is isn't he? Heels. We've got to put him in the top. He's a, one of the best of all time. Even when he's screaming on commentary on Rampage and stuff like that, I was thinking you're a heel. Yeah. <laughs> he burns He burns through gimmicks like he's scrolling through TikTok these days. Because <laughs> he's constantly trying to find lightning striking a game with something different. But at his core value, Chris Jericho is one of those guys who works as a heel who can bring somebody else up with him. Now, it has had mixed results. Yeah. Has the Chris Jericho effect. Uh, we, let's let's not think too much about Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho <laughs> more recently, but I think his batting average on the whole is good. Uh, so let's stick him in the best. But does he get too many cheers? Yeah, I think he's a good heel. Well, I mean, I mean the crowd do sing his theme song. But I think that that's, that's constitute just a, a cheer, or is that just a Pavlovian thing? That's just a thing that's part of the show, though, isn't it? Yeah. I think Chris Jericho is one of the best heels in the company still, even here in 2023. By Brian Cage, excuse me. Mm, again, like with Big Bill, I like the big bully type character. Mm. He definitely needs a mouthpiece or somebody to this is the do thing. that heavy lifting for him. He's an impressive man who can do impressive things in the ring, but as a sort of character, I don't feel anything towards Brian Cage. Anything Imp- at all. Impact tried to find something when they made him the machine, Brian Cage. He's like a Terminator-esque get-up. Mm. But, yeah, there's there, whilst there is all these elements there, there's nothing that you massively latch onto. No. The thing with Big Bill gives me some hope that maybe you just have, like, this bully beef tag He's team. a very charismatic man as well as Big Bill. But, mm. as I say, Brian Cage has got everything in the ring. He's very impressive in what he does. But in terms of the stuff that makes you want to hate the guy and the stuff that makes you care, I don't think he's got anything. <laughs> it's harsh to say. But, you know, we're paid for our opinions, aren't we, Tom? We are, indeed. I'm uh, good. I don't know about you. I'll put it here and see how you feel. I Yeah, I, I was going to suggest the bin. But uh, is he better or worse? than Jack <laughs> <laughs> at the moment no no right <laughs> this is a weird one to put in the tier list but me and Tom looked at the House of Black's recent opponents and every single opponent they've had recently has been a baby face which means they've got to be a heel even though they are cheered I like the House of Black which probably means they're bad heels <laughs> but what they do on the shows they've stolen Andrade's mask most recently that's a crime and crime yeah. doesn't pay <laughs> they're, they're, they're a cult yeah. they're, they're a heel cult who poison people uh, so they are heels um, but therefore the fact that they are so beloved 
Are they bad heels? They're bad heels because they're, they're so bad heels. They're so cool. Their entrance is amazing. They're obviously, the big heavy riffs and whatnot, and the rock music and all that sort of stuff. It just makes you like them. I love the vibe they bring because obviously, in professional wrestling history, we know that sometimes the spooky gimmicks are forced on people who can't convey them. Whereas this spooky-ish gimmick, who isn't quite overtly spooky, but you know what I'm trying to say, it just suits them all down on the ground. I think. Yeah. Should we go the bin as a heel? So they're as heels. <laughs> They've got to go in the bin. I love the House of Black. Brody King's one of my favourite wrestlers of the year so far. This, this list is really pickling my brain. I know, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm looking at like, I don't like Jack Perry, but then I love House of Black, but they're in the same category. Yeah, but it's Up is down. This is the, this is, this is a mess. But, this, uh, but I, it has to be it this way because this, this is like an MC Escher painting. I can't make top nor bottom of <laughs> where we are and who we are, but I understand where people are going. Yeah. And uh, by the way, Malachi Black, with the, without the beard, I know I said this to you on the news yesterday, didn't I? Yes. It's a massive upgrade from the beard. He's one of those lads who can buck the trend in the world, looking better without he's a beard. He's gone all shaven Oof. and it's a strong look. Ooh, Satnam Singh. <laughs> he's the best around and nothing's going to ever bring him down. Because he's um, tall. Because he's tall. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, I mean, he just sort of stands next to Jeff Jarrett and goes, ooh, like, <laughs> like if Jeff wasn't there, uh... <laughs> it's a It's a case of the Brian Cages for me. It's apart... a case, I've got a terrible case of the Brian Cages. Apart from when he's throwing men around. There's been a couple of, I think, a Darby Allen where he sort of caught him out of mid-end just went, hey, see you later. That's fantastic stuff. But then again, it makes me want to like Satnam Singh, so maybe it's not a good thing I for him. I feel like setting up for a moment where Jeff Jarrett slaps him and Satnam Singh just hoys Jeff Jarrett across the ring to oh. a huge ovation. Maybe that's how Jeff Jarrett leaves AEW. He just gets thrown out. <laughs> just flies across. <laughs> right back to Nashville, Tennessee. Right, um, but yeah, I think Satnam belongs in the bin as a heel because he doesn't really do anything, does he? No, not yet. He sort least. of stands there. <laughs> stands there with heels Harley Cameron ah Harley QTV. Cameron a uh, very comfy well not even confusing just a rubbish storyline who's story that line. blonde lass from QTV <laughs> Google 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 a bit of, <laughs> bit of a rubbish storyline with Max Caster and Anthony Bones of the acclaim where she was it had like it had like like I guess little shoots of hope for a storyline because she obviously does one brand of music they do another brand of music that we're going to have a music off but she fancied Anthony Bones got a wonderful moment where it was like he He's gay. Yeah. Shut up, you silly woman. I know you. I know you want me. And like, ah, you don't know. Oh, that was cracking. That was. Um, I mean, I don't like her. Mm. There's a Gillian Hall energy to her. There is a Gillian Hall energy. <laughs> and I to didn't her. like Gillian Hall as I was supposed to. Um, yes, I, I actually think lovely, lovely, lovely. We'll go lovely, lovely, lovely. There is, there is. It's a very early days with Harley Cameron, yeah. but I think she's somebody that you could attach to. A tag team, maybe Big Bill and Brian. Oh yeah, she's a lot better than those QTV segments where she's just like, ha 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 ha, inside reference to the business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> another one that's anchored by QT Marshall. Oh, everybody is, aren't they? <laughs> so from Harley Carmen, we go to Brian Danielson as a heel. He is a prime dick. <laughs> he truly is the prime beef of dickheadery. <laughs> I love Brian as a baby face, but you know what? He is absolutely in his element as a baddie. Yeah. And it's one of those where he's one of them where he's not a cowardly baddie. He's very much just like, I'm the best in the world. Deal with it. Obviously, that's CM Punk, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and he backs it up, and I think like he's great. I, 
I was trying to decide the other day whether I preferred this heel, Brian Danielson, which is very like simple in its offering, which it's is an just, assassin. Like yeah. An, yeah, like or do I prefer sort of earth-loving Brian Daniel Bryan <laughs> with like the hemp title belt <laughs> standing on burgers? Yeah. And and in a sports entertainment sense, I loved that Daniel Bryan. I like this Brian Danielson, and I think this Brian Danielson likes it as well. Yeah, they're both top tier gimmicks for me. But mm. it, how much stock do we put in the fact that he doesn't get overt? He doesn't get like QT Marshall booze, no. Don Callis booze. How much do we put into that in the terms of this tier list? Here? I think he does get booze, but they're certainly not as loud. So I think you know maybe you put him in the top of lovely, lovely, lovely. I think we go lovely. I don't think he's within the best of the heels. What he does is fantastic, mm. and then the crowd reaction just because he is Brian Danielson. I don't think it matches up, but I think that's just because of who he is rather than what he's doing. Yeah, you, you'll always be competing that people love Brian Danielson. Damn him for being beloved for his professional wrestling skill. Shame on you for being so good, Brian How Danielson. How dare you. Uh, next up, we've got John Moxley, who is uh, pretty much... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A similar type of heel, but with more blood. I think John Moxley is a <clears throat> is a very is very much a, a heel, <laughs> inwardly and outwardly. Um, no, no. <laughs> makes you sound like he's an horrible person. I think his whole character and persona leans into heelness, and uh, people still love him. But you know, there's there's a lot of energy for him. But the the way that he acts and conducts himself very is a very of a heelish tendency, and I buy him as a heel. Yeah, I, I genuinely think like. He's an angry man. He is an angry man. You know, and he is. So I would say certainly higher than Brian. How do you think in terms of the cheers and stuff? I think it's much in the same tier. Depends how high we go in terms mm. of him being a heel. But I think it's just the fact that not everybody is giving him the Don Callis reaction that keeps him out the best tier. Which, again, is a weird thing to say. But such as the game is this heel tier list. I think in general, and we've got two more members of the Blackpool Combat Club to look into, but the general thing with them was they were a babyface faction that sort of became a heel faction mm. de facto. And, and people still really like them. Yeah. Which is weird. It is, but they are definitely heels. There's no getting around that. No. Don't you go down the comments and say they're baby faces. They're horrible, evil men. Um, we'll go to Claudio Castagnoli now. Um, <sighs> a swaggering arrogance of a heel. Yeah. 
His um, new theme is fantastic. It's his gimmick even more than just the, the general, I forget what, the little when he came in. They've changed it now to something more like pompous and regal. Yeah, and I think that works for him better. Yeah. I, I, You know what? In terms of a heel, I find it easier to hate Claudio than I do Daniel Ooh. Bryan, Danielson, and John Moxley. Yeah. Like, like, in terms of, like, if we're going by this of them being a heel, like, I think Claudio has got that sort of swaggering arrogance that a good heel needs. It's like a, a case of the Ronan Keatons, hasn't he? Well, you say it best when you say nothing at all. Exactly. Nice. Because <laughs> Brian Danielson and Moxley are giving it all the promos, whereas Claudio gives it some of the promos, but not as much of the promos. No, he, yeah. he, you know, he does his work in the ring. Yeah. Where do you think? Do you think? Just, are we still? Are we going to put? Are we only going to put all the BCC in? Should we put them all? Because I think I think there's obviously a case to be made of like people caring less about Claudio and Wheeler, the great Utah, mm. uh, just in terms of John Moxley and Brian Danielson. But I think as a foursome, I, th- I don't think any of them, in terms of a heel, really stand out from the other. If that makes any sense, there's no one who's like the most evil, and you work your way down the tiers. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, all in lovely because they still do get cheers because they're cool, they're yeah. badass. All that sort of vernacular. But they're certainly great in their role as heels. Mm. They're very, they make it very clear that they're heels. Yes, they do that. This is a very confusing tier list, isn't it? Mm. Anyway, Athena, who is a sassy lady. Mm. Would we not class Athena as Ring of Honor? Well, yeah, but then she was on Dynamite fleetingly, I think, last week in a little promo backstage yeah. with Willow. Um, so I guess that counts. We'll put her in the tier. Why not? I um, think uh, I think she's great as a heel. Yeah. I think I think I didn't think I'd buy Athena as a heel as much as I have done. But you know, especially after watching Death Ball Dishonor, where it was you know there was the respect bit at the end of the match, and there was a lot of love there. But certainly, like there's a there's a bad guy energy that I I can very much support. With she seems more at home being the heel and the babyface. Because yeah. we, we saw the Amber Munez, didn't we? Her being a babyface by and large from start to finish in WWE. While it was good with the entrance and the contact lenses, and obviously the fantastic wrestling and whatnot, as a character, she seems more at home as a heel. Yeah. So how high do you want to go, Tom? How high? Because hmm. she does get a fairly good heel reaction as well whenever she does appear. Yeah, so therefore I think we should be putting her in top of lovely, lovely, lovely. We'll go in there somewhere. Just Certainly high in the BCC. We'll drop her in there. Way. There you go. It's in no particular order. Anyway, Jay Lethal, whose role in AEW as <laughs> the months and weeks and years have gone on, has just been reduced to sort of glorified jobber. Is that fair? He just sort is he's the guy. Obviously, a very good professional wrestler, just in terms of what he does in the ring. Um, just made to. Oh, sorry, booked to make other people look very good in defeat. I think that was a role that he does magnificently. <clears throat> I think a lot of people thought he'd come in and just and take a bunch of titles and make a big deal, but then I think this role actually really works for him. Mm. And I think he's a very good bad guy. As a heel as well, he was obviously part of the tag team with Jeff Jarrett, who had that feeling that nobody else in AW could conjure up is the fact that the, the sheer dread where it looked like Jeff Jarrett, of all people, could be a champion in the revolution that was supposed to be AEW. It was a fantastic thing that I took a few weeks to get on board before. Once you get, once you realise that Chris, uh, sorry, Jeff Jarrett brings that dread that nobody else can, it's just a character that works, and Jay Lethal was attached to that as well. So so by association, Jeff uh, Jay Lethal should be in Lovely, Lovely, Lovely. I think he's a, a tier or two below Double J. Do you reckon? Yeah. So maybe top of all right we'll or go, middle of all right? We'll go middle of all right. So above, above Anna J, yes. But we might as well do Jarrett now. He's on here somewhere. Oh, Jarrett has got to be. Straight in the best. Yeah. And because this is the fundamental thing of a heel. Like just nothing but hatred mm. for him as a as a performer. It started off with the wrong reasons, I would say. Just the fact that he is Jeff Jarrett in the revolution that is AEW. But his character work on screen and playing up to that. And like there was that tag team match where they nearly won the tag team titles where he hit his, he hit the stroke 
stroke, I think, and a guitar shot, and he was celebrating like he'd already run the match. But obviously cost him just little things like that as well. He knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Double the greatest J? thing Jeff Jarrett ever did was become self-aware. Yeah. Because you know, we you know through the days of 2000, 2001 WCW where he was pushed as the world champion, he didn't have that self-awareness, and people hated the fact that he was getting this massive push. Whereas here, he knows his role. To quote Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> he knows his role and he plays it magnificently. He's really good. Easily one of the best heels in the company. He's gone missing over the last little while, so hopefully they're getting back in the tag team. In, yeah, in the yeah. Mix. I think any. I think I love the thought of Jeff Jarrett at Wembley Stadium. <laughs> Live concerts. Oh, Him and Elton John yeah. do it. I'm, there's lingering hopes there, just because obviously Collision's theme is, you know, Saturday night's away yeah. from fighting. Imagine if Elton John's there tickling the ivory. <laughs> I know he played his last ever UK gig at Glastonbury, but forget about that. Yeah, come and do that and then get interrupted by QT Marshall. <laughs> then Elton it writes itself. Elton shoots suplexes QT through the piano. <laughs> Penelope is next up on the tier list. Who... I don't even know anymore, Tom. She dresses in a different way now. She was aligned with the bunny for a long time. I don't know if she still is aligned with the bunny. She's still definitely a heel when we see her. Mm, I am am painfully indifferent to Penelope. A case of the Brian Cages. A real case of the Brian Cages. (laughs) Uh, And Kip Sabian, unfortunately. And apologies to Kip. I know grafts and try and, and just spent all this time creating a character where his head is a cardboard box. And uh, but why is he a whimsical sort of Victorian era like circus guy? Whoa, I'm here. I think he's just trying stuff. Isn't he? I was saying like this new gimmick of of Kips. This is one of those people. Kip always speak about Penelope as well. Is is the sort of gimmick that the the super bad Kip would bully on screen? Yeah. I don't know why he's changed it because the super bad was just very simple. It was just you know very short. Well, I think he's just trying to stand out in a, yeah. in, a, in a very busy deck of cards, and I I I'm I real I feel sad because I want Kip and Penelope to do well, but nothing they've really done has really scanned for me. Yeah, like I don't want to boo them, nor do I want to cheer them. I'm just like ah, oh, it's Kip saying. Are they been dressed but... like he's in the Black Parade? Are <laughs> they been but in a different sort of way? Yeah it's... yeah, it's a weird bin, but we, I think we're justified in our different shades of bin. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bin is, do you want to boo them? Yeah. No. And, do you feel and, anything? No. Yeah, and it's either I don't want to boo them because I love them too much, or I don't want to boo them because I'm not bothered. Exactly. So that's the bin there. Bin is strange company. It is strange company, but I guess we're going from the bin towards the top if, if the internet is to be believed, because Jay White is rumoured to be one of the best heels in the world ever, according to Richard Tubman of Cultaholic Wrestling. <laughs> rumoured to be. I've put him next to Juice Robinson. If I could just, if there's one pick I want to do in this tier list, Juice goes straight at the top. His little things as a heel, on, uh, since the birth of Collision, he has been Mr. Collision for me because he's been absolutely fantastic. And he's really good at taking those little things. Yeah. And blowing him up. He's straight out of the 80s is what he is. Yeah. You can see him in the in the WF in night. Do you know what? There's a pattern forming here, isn't there? It's the old school kind of heels. It's the mouthpiece like a Don Callis. It's the legend of a Chris Jericho. It's the legend of a Jeff Jarrett. Mm. You know, it's the 80s vibe of a Cutie Marshall (laughs) or a Juice Robinson. That's where the true secret source lies in heels. Yeah. Because he does get laughs as Juice Robinson, but he's not getting cheers at the moment where I think I'm yeah. justified in putting him in the top because there's a difference between a laugh and a cheer. We all nervously laugh at the bully, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> you're great. <laughs> um, <but> <laughs> you're great. <laughs> Are you saying I'm the bully? Oh. No, of course not. <laughs> 
Um, question is though, Jay White. Yeah, I d uh, personally. He's getting better, obviously. The Bang Bang Gang and Collision are getting more TV time to be featured. They are getting better and better as the weeks go on. But I don't think he's a top-tier heel at the moment. No, I don't either. Um, I think maybe all right. All right? Oh, because he does get a lot of cheers, doesn't he? Oh, maybe maybe bearable then. Maybe bearable? We'll go top of bearable. Top of bearable. He's, he's too bloody suave, isn't he, Jay yeah. White? He would need to be, I know, like obviously, New Japan fans, I guess you're not as much as I am. You're a massive New Japan fan. <sighs> I never did, never gave it the time of day. I watched Wrestle Kingdom, but that was about <laughs> it. And obviously, Jay White was obviously a big featured matches on a, a few of the Wrestle Kingdoms. I saw a couple of Wrestle Kingdoms. I saw, um, and he was good there. But I'm still not seeing it. Whatever it is, you know, the thing that made everyone go, "Ooh!" I think it's just because there's so much talent in that roster that you've got to, if you're coming into it, you've got to really have something special. Yeah. And you I, don't, what? You don't think Jay White's probably clicked it yet. He's obviously a fantastic wrestler, but there's a character just to hate. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not. I'm not quite seeing it yet. We'll go at this end of the tier, Tom, because I've got a few juicier ones at this end. That sounds good. Swerve Strickland is the complete package, the total package. I like to say he's got the look, he's got the promos, he's got the wrestling, he's got everything. But he's also very cool. I like Swerve. I don't hate Swerve like I should do. But he gets. Heel. But he gets booze. Especially against Keith. Yeah, he gets booze. So I guess, like, he's all those things and he's unlikable. Mm. And How high do you want to go? I think we've made put him top of lovely, lovely, lovely. Top of lovely. I think Similar thing with high. Daniel Garcia. Great sports entertainer. Great performer. But, you know, very easy to hate, in he my is. opinion. I like him as a heel. Yeah. A recent heel turn as well happened on last week's collision was uh, Tyre Valkyrie. I guess it was on, I guess it was building up to last week's collision, but this was like the first time we saw her rubber stamped as a heel. She's just sort of like, she's got the sort of like showgirl like typography on her on mm. her Tron and whatnot. So I guess we're going to play up to that sort of stuff. It's She's been a very much a case of the Brian Cage so far in AEW and the fact that we haven't really felt anything because she got the big debut and the big sort of first storyline against Jade Cargill for the title. But then she lost. Then she got another title shot. And then she lost. And then she got a shot at the AEW Women's Championship. And then she, she lost, lost. And now she's turned heel. She is far. She has far more to offer as a heel, mm. does Taya Valkyrie. I'm surprised they tried to even... And they even attempted to bring her in as a babyface because mm. I think she's far better as a heel. So even in Impact, when she was a heel in Impact, she was great. And then they turned a babyface in Impact. I just don't buy her. I, she's not likable enough to me to be a face. Mm. So lean in and be a heel. Yeah. And it's early days yet with the the heel turn for AEW. But <clears throat> if it goes the way of others, then I think it's going to be at least lovely, lovely, lovely. But if we're basing it on now. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say I'm going to be the better obscure company and say alright yeah we'll go towards the top of all yeah. right we'll go under Matt Maynard why the hell not um, next up we have Sa uh, sorry Sanjay Dutt and I said Satnam Singh there mm -hmm. Sanjay Sanji. Dutt his little friend um, who is dis he's despicable he screams down the camera his little pencil annoys the tits off me yeah. there's nothing likeable about Sanjay Dutt Sanjay has had a fantastic renaissance Whee! And here you go, young man. Like he's gone through, he's gone through a bunch of different gimmicks and personas, but this one is especially annoying. And nothing redeemable about him. All we want to do is see Satnam saying foam across the ring. Oh, how far could he throw? How far? I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. Well done, Sanjay. You are incredibly hateable. He is. Well done. Uh, Roosh has just signed a new deal with AEW to make him like full time AEW. I guess we haven't really seen too much of what he can bring to the table in AEW so far. There's been obviously the contract storyline with trying to recruit people with Jose the assistant getting involved and Andrade as well it's very much a case of what 
could come rather than what has been mm. with Rush and AW. So where do you want to go? Obviously, he's got he's coming in with a big reputation. I haven't seen too much of him, to be honest with you. Just the stuff he's been doing in AW largely. So where do you want to go? So again, I'm basing this on AEW as opposed to like other stuff, but I think maybe better obscure company again. We stick him in all right. Stick him in all right. See yeah, what's happening. See just... what's happening. It's a hard one to judge so far. It's a really weird one. Like, you, can, you can see he's a dick, though. Yes, he has got <laughs> dick potential. Uh, and now he's re-signed. So I guess uh, one would hope that we'll now see that dick potential. That dick potential. That deeper tea. Deeper tea. <laughs> and we go deeper to uh, his stablemate, I guess, in some form or fashion, El Pero Peregrosso. Big old, uh, big old, I've forgotten this. I keep calling him Harry Kane in my head. Now <laughs> he looks like a, he's like if Chris Masters and Harry Kane had a baby. He's Preston got, Vance, of course. He's Preston got a Vance. great look as Preston Vance. And I've enjoyed his post-Dark Order stuff. Like, there was everything about that heel turn out of the Dark Order, I thought, was played magnificently. It was mm. taken off the mask and it was, you know, berating negative one. Like, everything you should do as a heel to start you off, to launch you. Absolutely. I think he's a really good baddie. I think I think he's doing far more stuff now than he did as part of the Dark Order. Mm. So I would I would wager he goes into lovely, lovely, lovely. I'll put him at the maybe. bottom. He's not getting utilised too much at the moment. But when you no. do see him, there's nothing likeable about him whatsoever, which is what we're here to talk about today, isn't it? Exactly. In this tier list about the heels. War Geordie Pack. Ah, uh, now. Now, if he rub. was based on like Newcastle upon Tyne, he would be in the bin, because we all love him, obviously, because he's from yeah. here. But in terms of his reactions on Dynamite. We've only, he's only come back, obviously, in Blood and Guts and whatnot, so I haven't really seen too much of him recently. But before that as well, he doesn't really get too many cheers, does he, by the, the, the American audience? And he headlined Death World Oh, he was in a match against Death before Death World's Honor against another heel? Yeah. But was sort of the de facto babyface? Was he actually? Kind of. He did cut a babyface promo before the show, though. Yeah, exactly. he went, oh, Blackpool's rubbish. Blackpool's a poo hole lake, you it's know. True. We've got Whitley Bay, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is far better. Better beach, isn't it? All of Blackpool. <laughs> they've still got donkeys on the beach, though. <laughs> Why do you want to go for Pac, Oh, uh, See, I don't think... As a heel. I... I remember the days of like him calling, I'm the honey badger and I'm going to bite your bastard nose off. <laughs> that was good I stuff. mean, I like... I mean, his name is The Bastard. <laughs> he should we'll, be near the top. We'll go near the top. We'll go yeah. Lovely, lovely at least. We'll just stick him in there. I don't think he's in the best because obviously he's that impressive. But I do think there's, there's little, like, you know, when he gets wrestling, but he is despicable, isn't he? Mm. Horrible little head. <laughs> <laughs> and and we do, we've done well there to be very unbiased about that because obviously he's from this neck of the woods. So we've got to think about the the translation over to America and like how will the crowds react to him over there on us just having a, a permanent hard on from. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have a permanent hard on. Uh, but I think lovely, lovely, lovely is fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll go on to Mark Sterling now. Smart Mark Sterling, the attorney for many professional wrestlers in AEW. Uh, very much like in, in the ilk of a Sanjay Dutt. Nothing at all likable about him, um, but. If someone said, like, you can either see Sanjay Dutt get his comeuppance or Mark Sterling get his comeuppance. Sanjay all day. Sanjay. And, that's an, and, there's, and, and that is a, another issue within this list is ambivalence. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'd, is a heel, he's fine. But there are so many other, there are other mouthpieces in AEW that are far better. I'll tell you where I'm feeling. I'll see what you Go think on. about it. Somewhere in here. Somewhere in all right. I think he's just... I wouldn't put him a bit back, maybe a bit further back. Back? Bit there. Oh, there? 
I th yeah, there. I'll, I'll take that. Because uh, what he does, it's obviously nothing likable about that. Who likes lawyers and stuff like that? It's all very sort of like, I don't want to call it Butlins, his role. But you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. It's all just very easy written stuff, which is sometimes the best stuff, isn't business, it? Business, man. Yeah. I'm doing business and I'm a bad guy. <laughs> it's a very basic role That's that he plays fine. Yeah. Just fine. Sorry, He's Mark. Right. He's fine. He's all right. Never gets cheered. Lance Archer, the murder hawk monster, who was a baby face for a little bit because he was just smashing fools, but by and large, and very recently as well, since he's made his comeback to the company, has been presented as a bad man. I think that when they really go in on Lance Archer, I think he's a brilliant baddie. Mm. I think he's genuinely terrifying. Yeah. But they've been so inconsistent over the years that you, you know, that star power, you know, that, that, that stardust sort of fades a little bit each time he does a comeback. Um, I mean, I guess people boo him. Yeah, I don't think he's near so, the top. I think he's uh, maybe bottom of lovely is the highest we can go. But I yeah. think maybe all right as well because he is when he starts whapping out those big moves off the top rope and you know trying to do moonsaults and stuff where he doesn't land on his own head. Uh, he is really <laughs> impressive and gets good reactions because what he does for his size, sticking people through a roof. Remember back in lockdown times, it is really impressive Great to times. see. Um, so where do you want to go? I think probably he's got a bit more about him than Tyre Valkyrie at this point. In there? Yeah. Lovely. Well, all right, but I'm trying to say lovely there. Uh, Brandon Cutler, who hasn't been seen in a little while, but he is fantastic in his role. I mean, I despise, like, like, he dresses like the cool kids. He is like the nerd that's trying to hang out with the, the cool lads. And there is a deep charm to that that I really want to hate, and I do hate. When he had the spray and he had the he had the mask and all that stuff, everything about him I don't. I think I did. I think I had one pitch in a nine pitches video, which was for an AEW pay per view, and it was just Penta pile driving him off the top of the cage. <laughs> that was my whole pitch because I thought I really like. He's such a dislikable man. I want to see bad things happen to him, yeah. and I'd like to see it on a weekly basis. So surely with that. He's got to be he's, in one of the top two tiers. I think he's definitely one of the top two tiers, but I think he's that likeable in the role of a heel, if that makes any sense whatsoever. He mm. can't be in the top, but he should be near the top of lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah. Somewhere in there. We'll go in there. Because it's, it's a shame that the Young Bucks are being presented as a heel right now and the Elite as a whole are uh, being presented as babyfaces right now. Because when he was out there as their sort of lackey and manager and you know second at ringside, he was fantastic. There's no place in for him right now. No, not as a babyface. Not as a babyface. Uh, Christian Cage. Ah, oh, Christian's been amazing. It's straight to the top. It's straight to the top for Christian. The fact that he, the most recent stuff we've seen, he's taken the TNT title, which Luchasaurus wouldn't pretend he's the champion. Classic stuff. His promos against Jungle Boy, which has turned Jungle Boy evil in the long run. Fantastic stuff. Lol. I think it's pretty, <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's so funny to see, like, obviously, you know, everybody will always put Christian and Edge together, and Edge is having this sort of one, what feels like like a like the the sunset of his career, like mm. sun, I feel like we're sunsetting on Edge in WWE. Whereas Christian, I could see there for ages, especially since he doesn't wrestle all too often. Prolong that career, yeah, oh yeah, but he is fantastic. He just says things that maybe anyone else apart from MJF, when he's a proper heel, wouldn't say. Um, the turtleneck as well, I think we've got to shout that out. He, he's on Twitter last week, wasn't he saying um, I only wear this turtleneck because I put half the roster half my age to shame 
Yeah. Just the fact he's got a six-pack underneath his turtleneck. <laughs> just little lines like that just, just uh, really bring it to life. It's been a good month for the brood. It has, yes. It's been a good month for the brood. Edge had a banger at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah. Christian in AEW. Yeah. Gangrel in Newcastle. <laughs> it's been a great month for the brood. Did Gangrel win his match? Of course he did. Of course he did. They shaved Benji from the landed gentry. <laughs> Him and Rory Coyle. It's on fight on Saturday. Ooh. North Wrestling Thunderstruck with commentary by Tom Campbell and Vader Scott. That might have been last night when this goes live. I don't know when this is going live. You can watch it on Fight now. Put a date on it, yeah. It's on. You can watch it anytime. <laughs> Me and Vader Scott do lovely comms. Gangrel's in it. Scotty Duhart is in it. Mercedes Martinez is in it. Liam Slater and Leon Slater are in the main event and they're brilliant. Five are after the podcast. Thank you very um, much. Shreddy's a good heel. Brings us back. Oh, yes. And speaking of more good... Well, I don't know if they are good heels. The old... Um, the old... Uh, the, the Soraya and uh, Ruby and Tony. Why have I forgotten their stable name? <laughs> God, I'm having a mare here today. The... The social butterflies. What are they called? Social outcasts. The social outcasts. <laughs> what are they called? The outcasts. That's all they're called, isn't it? Social outcasts. Because the team of like Adam uh, Rose, Mo Dallas, <laughs> Curtis Axel, Curtis Axel. The outcasts. The outcasts. They do the, largely the same thing every single time they're on TV, which means I've become a little bit numb to everything mm. they do. It's always just like spray paint, distraction, roll up. Why are they outcasts? Because they are the WWE. So sh- this, is the, this is the Monday NWO, Tom. Right. They've come from the other company to poison uh, the AEW I roster. Because <laughs> Tony loved their time in WWE, famously. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All three had great runs in WWE where they were superstars and not treated weirdly. Mm. Um, I, I like them. I think they're a, they're, a, they're a strong addition to the women's division. And I don't hear many people cheering them. No, I guess that is a good and, thing. And, for and that's know. what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. That and the okie-cokie. Um, that's what so surely... And by by that respect, they should be. How high do you want to go? Um, behind pack. Behind pack. Behind pack. In there. It's just a shame they do the same thing every time. But I guess the fact that that's annoying me is working. Well, there you go. That's it. There that's it. Maybe they go higher than pack there if they're annoying you. Oh, we'll go. Yeah, we'll put them in there. There <laughs> uh, next up we have Powerhouse Hobbs who could be on the brink of the biggest babyface turn of the year so far once he spaps in the face of QT Marshall but for the time being he's still loosely aligned with QTV I think he's going to try and break the shackles because as we're sat here he's um, he's, sort of, he's challenged QT to find the biggest and the baddest guy for QT to wrestle which makes me think he could find Powerhouse Hobbs and Powerhouse Hobbs could wrestle him and that'll be the sort of end of Powerhouse and QTV I hope so I hope that's the way it goes I don't make myself look stupid now because I think it's going to happen on Friday or Saturday um, so Hobbs, as a heel as a, this is it Hobbs has been like prime dominant babyface material for so long yep. but they've kept him as a heel mm. so therefore he needs to go in the bin yeah. I don't know <laughs> I, I, a lot of people love him he is yeah, he's just People are willing. I don't know if it's just us in a like a sort of cultaholic vacuum, just willing up to get out of QTV because he yeah. doesn't need them. He's better than them. Is he that is. him being a bad heel? <laughs> I think it's yeah, yeah. He's got a. I, it, there's a baby face running there that I am ready to see. I just want to see him snap some necks. Oh. And we end things. I've left this one for last on purpose. It's MJF because obviously we're sat here just after him and Adam Cole have won that uh, blind eliminator tournament. Uh, Blind Eliminated Tournament, sorry. They're going to challenge FTR for the tag belts this weekend, I think it is, or is next weekend. Whenever, it's coming up very soon. Um, so MJF currently is as big as babyface as you can be. 
but there's that undercurrent of a heel turn because we saw, well, I guess a, a heel continuation because Adam Cole picked up the world title and MJF saw him pick up the world title, even though they're tag team partners. But Cole didn't see that MJF saw Adam Cole pick up the world title, which makes me feel that MJF could spaff on his face very soon. The greatest trick the devil ever told was that he didn't exist. Yes. I think he's the best heel in the company. <laughs> like I know, I know on the on the uh, on the optics, yeah, he's being cheered now. But it's like when MJF and he will batters Adam Cole. Whoa! Of course, he was always going to do it. Yeah. Of course, he was. But the fact that he's the fact that he has played this the the, the entire crowd like a fiddle. And got and and it's and it's sort of distraction tactics, right? Yeah. We're not thinking about oh, when's MJF going to turn on Adam Cole? All totally, they're going. When are they going to hit that double clothesline? Yeah. Distraction tactics. It's it's fantastic. He's the best. He there. He works so much magic and plays everybody. He go. He plays off screen and on. Like I think he he was he was calling into Adam Cole's Twitch show the other day, and he's just like, "Hey friend, what are you doing?" Like he he knows how to work. The system in every sense. Yeah. When that when that happens, it's going to be magnificent. He is the ultimate bad guy. I will boo him forever, and I love him for that. Do you think there's a chance they keep him together for a prolonged period after you've just seen the no. reaction to them? No, I think as soon as they lose the titles, MJF is just going to batter him. <laughs> Might not be that night. They'll do something maybe the following week that will distract you from thinking it's going to happen, and then he'll do so it. You think they're going to take the titles off FDR? No, 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 no. I think they're losing to FDR. Oh yes. I think they're losing to FDR, and then I think maybe next week they'll say, hey, don't worry, friend, we'll we'll pick up and go again. They'll start some mini one-day feud with, I don't know, the, the guns or something, and then MJF will go, ah, it was a wind-up all along. Yeah. And uh, it'll be great. Yeah, either way, it's going to be very good for us, our show over here at Wembley, because it's either going to be Adam Cole versus MJF for the world title, or it's going to be Adam Cole and MJF taking on some sort of tag team nice. in some sort of showcase thing. got to be Adam Cole versus MJF. Like, the, 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 the twist is coming. I'm ready for it, and it's just going to make MJF like the most detested man in the world. Yeah. I am ready for it. Even more so than he already, well, not currently, but has been in the very recent past. Um, so there we go. I don't think there's a need to re rejig the top line there because MJF, I, I agree with everything Tom said there, is the best heel in AEW. I just want to put QT Marshall a bit further down, just to, for my own sanity. <laughs> uh, and then maybe move Double J up there. Yeah, uh, A little, that's a little bit of Christian action up there. Yeah. And that'll do. There's the top three heels in the company. MJF, Jeff Jarrett, Christian Cage. Let us know how wrong we are down below. Let us know where myself and Tom would be in this tier list of heels because we've said some rubbish here on the YouTubes today. Any closing remarks before we go away? Uh, heels uh, is back on stars in the TV show. <laughs> it is. A I'm not working for them. I just really like the show. <laughs> it's back on stars now. It's the it's the, 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 the drama about wrestling. That's a fiver, Stephen Amell. Thank you very much. Thank you, Stephen. I've been Gary, joined by Gary, and we'll see you in a little Gary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 